Welcome, welcome everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Esthetician Hub. I'm your host, Vanessa, licensed medical esthetician. And in this episode, we are going to discuss things that you must know if you're an esthetician or an inspiring esthetician. I mean, not inspiring, sorry, aspiring. Is that the word? I don't know. Anyway, so let's just jump into the episode of today. Um, take some notes if you guys need to, if you're, uh, an esthetician student, this is mainly for you. So tip number one, and this is gonna really, really help in your practice. If you're becoming a solo esthetician, or even if you're working for an aesthetic, uh, company. So number one is to be knowledgeable about your products you have to sell and partner up with skincare companies that you actually believe in and not just skincare companies that um you know you're you're kind of just selling because everyone else is or uh it's the popular trend so that's what i'm going to be selling as well like really make sure that you're doing your own research about the product and not only the product the company in itself because sometimes you're going to be selling products and these companies don't even have the same values as you um so be careful with that guys uh so always always partner up with companies that you actually believe in and that you you know these are companies that you you can actually picture yourself partnering up with these companies on like a business level and not just, you know, on a marketing level or just trying to sell whatever. So another tip is to not underestimate the power of a skin consultation. Um, You have to have a thorough skin consultation form that pretty much touches upon everything about the client's skin concerns. I know this is something we learn anyway when we're an esthetician or if we're a student. Um, It's super, super important to have a consultation form. Um, This consultation form should be very detailed you should know everything about the client whether it's allergies uh that's very very important to make sure that the client is not allergic to your products uh you the last thing you want is the is a <laughs> an allergic reaction from a client and i'm laughing because oh my goodness guys let me just tell you a story that happened to me when i was working at this place called um aveda I was working there when I was about like 16 years old and I didn't have my esthetician diploma at the time, okay? So I was just kind of like learning about the products uh, based off of my manager who she was not a licensed um, esthetician either. Uh, We were just kind of like sales girls that just wanted to sell these products. Um, So we were just believing it blindly in the product. And I'm not saying Aveda is a bad company. I do like Aveda, but um, you definitely have to do your research and do a thorough skin consultation because that's something I did not do. Um, so at the time at Aveda, um, we would do these things called um, head-to-toe, um, like these little extra head-to-toe prizes not prizes but like services we would give to clients and 
one of the services was to offer like a facial for to a client. Uh, the facial is nothing like your typical facial when you go to an esthetician, okay? Like the facial literally consisted of putting products on your face. <laughs> That's it. Um, client wasn't even lying down. Um, super unsanitary. We were doing it with our bare hands. Like, I mean, yes, we would clean our hands, but like the way that I was taught how to do these facials were so, so unprofessional. Um, we really needed like a real esthetician on board because that was, that was not it. It was really not it. Um, so anyway, I'm out here doing a facial for one of my clients and she, little did I know, she had very, very, very sensitive skin. Um, and unfortunately, she got the biggest allergic reaction from one of the products that I had applied to her face. Um, I guess I just used the wrong product at the time. And by the way, like when we were doing these facials, we basically had a list of products we would use on every single client. So our manager would literally be like, okay, you have to use this cleanser, this lotion, this serum, and then this toner and this mist for like all clients. Um, you can already see how this is gonna go absolutely wrong and it really did uh, because obviously it was not for her skin type um, she she was well, I didn't even do a skin consultation I didn't ask her if she was allergic to certain ingredients you know like um, oh my goodness it was like a literal disaster because her face started flaring up I'm not even joking like her face became super super red and like the worst part is that i was alone guys i was alone in the store with a woman and her face was on freaking fire and she had like her two kids that were also there in the store with me and i was like literally about to cry like i'm 16 years old what the hell do i know about how to get rid of this this flared up skin that i don't know what the hell's going on so like obviously my first reaction is oh my god like i'm so so sorry and then i i ran to the back i grabbed like this bowl of like water and i told her to like you know remove the product by like taking like you know putting the water on her face and oh my god like i know she like she knew i didn't do it on purpose right like i genuinely did not want her hurt her like that was not my intention like if anything I was just trying to sell products and I was just trying to like make her like this company um but she understood that you know like I was pretty much young and dumb uh did not know what I was doing and um she was like it's fine it's fine like um sh and then she just left like she was pretty upset honestly but she didn't want to take it out on me because she knew it was just a dumb mistake uh but yeah she she left and she was really really angry and I remember calling my manager and being like this is what happened and she was like Vanessa relax it's fine like it happens you know and I was like yeah you know what never again so moral of the story guys please do a thorough skin consultation do not skip this part especially if it's a new client and you know nothing about their skin and even if it's someone that you know like if it's your family member or your friend or whatnot like please still do a skin consultation because you never know what you might find about their skin um so yeah <laughs> 
Uh, that was just the biggest nightmare that I've ever had. Um, <laughs> all right. So another point that is super important for all of you aspiring estheticians to know is to take before and after pictures. So obviously this is when this is more geared to when you're like a solo esthetician or even if you're working at a medical aesthetic clinic, right? So um, take before and after pictures of when you're doing a facial for someone, whether it's just a basic facial or like an actual advanced chemical peel um, and whatnot. So uh, this obviously can be promoted on social media, so you're creating content for yourself, um, but it will also be a security bag for you. Um, if someone falsely accuses you of damaging or like ruining their skin, you actually have media proof that you did not. So I'm kind of highlighting this point because it's not obvious and you might not expect clients to do this to you, but this is really important, um, not only for marketing purposes, but for your own security. Um, when I was in aesthetic school, one of my teachers told me that she had a client, um, a male client who was a new client of hers and she, he had a lot of blackheads. Okay. Like he had extreme blackheads and my, um, teacher, my aesthetics teacher told me that she told him to, you know, uh, to basically do deep extractions, not only just this one time, but multiple times in the following weeks, like every two weeks, just get a deep, you know, extraction on your nose, uh, just to remove the blackheads and to be consistent with it, you know, because we all know that even though you remove blackheads today, blackheads are going to come back. It's natural. Everyone gets them. Um, but doing regular facials is going to help reduce the appearance of blackheads. So she told me that she mentioned to the guy to not do extractions at home whatsoever because if you're not a professional licensed esthetician that's uh, doing these extractions, you can really, really damage your skin and i'm not joking guys like if you're listening to this and you're not an esthetician or you're not licensed and you don't really know what you're doing when it comes to uh popping blackheads okay do not do them like even if you're following a video sure okay you know you can do your own blackheads very very lightly but please do not use any extraction tools um that is gonna really really damage your skin guys it's gonna do more damage than good okay so please go to a professional if you want to get professional um extractions and anyway so she did a little extraction for the guy and she told him to come back in a couple of weeks so that she can redo the extractions again and so that it will you know just kind of lower the amount of blackheads he has so after the extractions were done, obviously there's like a little redness, but nothing deep, right? Uh, two weeks later, the guy calls the company and he's like, your esthetician ruined my skin. And he takes pictures of his nose. Keep in mind, two weeks later, okay? 
and his nose is bleeding, his nose is peeling, his nose is all bruised and black and purple and it just, it looked like he did his own extractions at home with the extraction tools and he completely damaged his skin. And he had the audacity to blame it on my teacher that was doing it, his facial at the time. Um, like he was really into the case, you know, but because my teacher had uh, pictures of before and after of him, well, there was media proof that he, well, she in fact did not damage his skin. So that's just the reason why you guys should be careful. There are people out there that, you know, they're just, they're just mean people, okay? Some people don't want to see you thrive. Some people just, I don't know, they're just rude like that. So be careful, okay? Take pictures before and after. The worst that can happen is basically a situation like this. And the best that can happen with all these before and after pictures is this that you have more content on social media, right? <laughs> all right. So next tip, guys. Um, never stop learning, okay? You have to always seek out for new techniques, products, and skin educators don't be afraid of asking someone for advice or a recommendation, whether it's an esthetician that you love on Instagram, whether it's an esthetician that you follow on YouTube, whether it's just an esthetician that you met when you went to the spa and you're like, oh my God, like I just love the facial that you did for me. Like, please let me know. Like, please give me advice and this and that. Like, don't be shy to ask people, you know. Um it's super important to always stay on top of your game when it comes to the beauty industry. Uh, there's always going to be something new in this industry, guys. Like new technology is going to be coming out, new techniques, new products, new skincare lines. So it's super important to kind of stay on top of this, this trend that's going on. But to also know your basics about skincare um, just so that you can always come out on the top. Number five, marketing your specialty. So this is definitely a topic that I'm going to discuss more in details in future podcasts, uh, because this is super important. Um, and I think this is actually one of, uh, the most important tips for estheticians. Uh, this will help you draw the right kind of clients. So if you don't have a target market, it's going to be very, very, very hard for you to build yourself up, okay? So when you go to someone off the bat, okay, do you want someone to be giving you 10,000 different services or would you want to go to someone that has one good specialty? Because guys, keep in mind that if you are a solo esthetician or, you know, I know like all of us, some of us actually, okay, some of us want to just do everything, right? They want to do microneedling, they want to do hydrofacials, they want to do laser and they want to do um, lashes and then waxing and then like if you're putting out all these services in your business, that's a lot, guys. That is a lot. And it's harder for you to specialize in something specific 
Because what's going to happen is that if you're going to be doing all these 10 different things, you're going to be mediocre at all these 10 different things. Whereas if you just focused on one specialty, if you just focused on one thing, then you'll get good at that. Whenever you go, for example, get your nails done, you're not going to go to a place that doesn't specialize in nails, right? When you go get your hair done, I remember like what right now my hair is black, okay? But uh, I think about a year ago, my hair was literally blonde as hell, okay? Like I was literally a Barbie doll. Um, and I remember because my hair is really, really thick, thick, black, Asian hair. I couldn't trust anyone that did not understand my hair type. So I had to go to a blonde specialist, an Asian blonde specialist. And she knew exactly what to do with my hair. So guys, that's just an example of like, you know, people who specialize in things. Like say for example, um, there's this one laser place that I absolutely love, Sev Laser Aesthetic Clinic. Unfortunately, we do not have that <laughs> laser aesthetic clinic here in Canada. It only exists in America. Um, and I think, yeah, yeah, I think she has like a couple of um, laser clinics around America. Ugh, I could be wrong, honestly, guys, but I know she's like super popular and Sev literally only specializes in laser hair removal. You know what I mean? So these people who are special, all these companies that specialize in one thing specifically, people are going to come to you for that specific thing. And that's where you can draw the right type of clients and make the most money out of it at the end of the day. All right, guys. So last tip of the day oh my goodness my mouth is getting so dry hold on guys let me take a sip here let me take a sip of my water mm. okay all right so last tip of the day guys we have to stay positive okay even if their gaps in you know your schedule when you're a solo esthetician or if you're working for a company like most people when they see these gaps in their schedule they take it as a sign of oh let's go home and relax like no girl no get yourself together and keep yourself busy there is plenty of other things you're able to do in between those gaps okay whether it's filling out orders for clients following up with existing clients or taking the time to build your socials aka online marketing so guys please at the end of the day we need to stay positive we cannot be negative nancy's okay business is hard but if this is something you're passionate about then this is something that you're going to do and you're going to thrive in no matter how hard it gets. So instead of taking a instead of taking a break when you see a break in your schedule, try to make yourself think. Take a step back and realize why. Why do I have a gap in my schedule today? Why am I not filled why am i why is oh my god <laughs> why isn't my schedule filled today we have to take a step back 
make a little, I don't know, business plan. And by the way, guys, when it comes to making business plans, I'm definitely going to be making um, further podcasts. So stay tuned for that. Um, I still haven't touched upon any of those topics yet, so I will definitely go into more details. But at the end of the day, guys, this is my last tip for you, and it's to really stay positive, to always look at the bright side of things. Um, it's not always going to be easy. It's going to be hard, and I'm telling you now, but you have to choose your hard. I've seen this quote that says, um, being lazy is hard being not lazy is also hard being successful is hard being not successful is also hard so choose your hard i don't know if i stated that quote correctly but it's something in that sense okay and that really resonates with me because everything in life at the end of the day is going to be hard okay so you gotta if this is your passion guys like I, you know what? I can already tell this is your passion. If you're listening to this podcast today about tips on, on being a better esthetician or if you're an inspiring esthetician or if you just love skincare in general, I can already tell that you are passionate for this domain and this is your sector to thrive in, right? Like to seek information is the best thing. It's the best thing in the world, guys. So that's it for me today and i hope you like this podcast um i will be dropping out new podcasts every sunday so stay tuned for that thank you guys so much for listening and i wish you all an amazing day bye